1: to our podcast. I'm Daphne and I'm Gina and this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates.
2: This episode we're bringing you the news and updates through December 11th, the end of the Grand Prix series
1: and the Challenger series. Yes, yes, that's right, both. It's over. I was looking at what we have coming up in January through March, and it's nationals, Europeans, four continents, junior worlds, and worlds. And so there will be some other smaller competitions in there, like Bavarian Mm -hmm. Open is one. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also going to be the Winter Universiade will be going on in Lake Placid. Um, And I think the Enya Dance Trophy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There may be some other ones, but I think that's mostly it. Although later in the podcast, we will talk a little bit about another discipline that is just amping up at this time of year.
2: Yes. I feel like we've now turned the corner to the second half of the season. So like Mm -hmm. this was the fall season. It has come to an end with the Challenger ending, um, both the junior and senior Grand Prix series, both coming to an end. And now it's the nationals, and and then we head into four continents and Europeans and and worlds, and so it's like the second half of our season. We're we're just approaching it now, um, and it's and it's still so crazy, Daphne. I say this all the time that to think that we are halfway through <laughs> this season, I still feel like it's the Olympic season. I still feel like it should still be an off season, but um, but here we are. So let's get going talking about the Grand Prix final. So we'll talk about the Grand Prix final and then we'll talk about the junior Grand Prix final because both were taking place. And then, of course, we will talk about Golden Spin. Um, But we'll start with the men. And I just want to say this because last, no, two weeks ago, we were talking about how nobody, um, none of the men have hit 100 plus points in the short program. And Shoma Ono was so close, um, here at the final, he scored a 99.99, but was in first place after the short program, um, in the free skate, skated like the world champion he is, um, quad loop, quad flip, quad sow, two quad toes, two triple axles. One was in sequence with a double axel He set a personal best score of 204.47 in the free skate and a total score of 304.46. Now, he didn't get the 100 in the short program, but he did become the first man to get 300 this season. Um, So congrats to Shomo there. Uh, This one is hard for me to believe that it's his first Grand Prix Final gold. He has two silvers and two bronze. I would have thought by now he would have had a gold medal. But when you think about it, we haven't had a Grand Prix final in, what, three years? And, you know, and then you had Nathan and Yuzuru in the mix as well. So and then when you think about it a little bit more, it does make sense that, yeah, maybe this is his first gold. And um, now I think the only thing he still needs is gold at the Olympics. I think he has everything yes, else.
1: <laughs> he does. He has everything else. It's now just gold at the Olympics. Man, we got a long way to go to get there. We
2: do. Well, in his Grand Prix final debut, Japan's Soto Yamoto took the silver medal. He executed three quads in his free skate. His triple axle was called on the quarter and his triple lutz wasn't a clear edge, but he still really skated well this weekend. Uh, He finished third in the free skate with a free skate score of 179.49 and a total score of 274.35, which were both new personal best scores. Now, Team USA's Ilya Mullinen. Continues his short program woes. Again, we've we've mentioned this. He has not had a clean short program all season. He found himself in fifth after the short program at the final. He did go for the quad axle in the free skate. Uh, received 15.54 points. He didn't do a quad lutz. I believe it was because there's some sort of injury he mentioned that's affecting that. So he didn't go for the quad lutz. Um. He earned a free skate score of 191.84 and a total score of 271.94 to move up from fifth to claim the bronze medal. So he was able to still medal here. I just want to see him be able to do two clean programs, and hopefully maybe at nationals he'll be able to do that. Shunsado pulled up from sixth to fourth, Uh, Well, Kal Mira slipped from third to fifth, and Daniel Grossel finished in sixth place.
1: Well, moving on to the women, there were some unexpected results that uh, took place in the women's event. Um, Mai Mihara, who was in second after the short program, ended up winning the women's event. She executed five clean triples in her free skate. She did get a not clear edge on her triple flip. She doubled a plan triple loop and fell on it, received an under-rotation call on her triple toe in her double-axle-triple toe combination. She did earn 133.59 in the free skate and a total score of 208.17 to win her first Grand Prix medal in her Grand Prix final debut.
2: Now, this was another one that I felt like she's been at a Grand Prix final before, but she hasn't.
1: I, I was surprised by that, but... It's pretty incredible if you think about it. Yeah. Coming in to your first one ever, mm-hmm. and you lay it out like that. Yeah. And end up taking home the gold.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So Team USA's Isabel Levito was also making her Grand Prix Final debut. So basically, this is her first senior international season. Like Ilya, she was in fifth place after the short program but she was able to pull up to get the silver medal. She also had five clean triples in her free skate, and her only mistake was falling on her triple flip, which was also called as under-rotated. She earned 127.97 in the free skate and a total score of 197.23 to move up to take silver. This is the first Grand Prix final medal for an American woman since the 2014-15 season when Ashley Wagner won the bronze. Belgium's Luna Hendricks was in third after the short program. It was a bit of a tough skate for her. She stumbled on her opening combination. She fell on the triple flip and received under rotations on her second triple lots and on her triple sell. She finished in fourth in the free skate. With 122.11 points and a total score of 196.35 to hold on to the bronze medal, Luna made history, which I feel like making history is a common theme with this Grand Prix final.
2: Yes, and it's also been a common theme for her this season with winning on long, you know, medals along the Grand Prix series.
1: It has. So she made history winning Belgium's first Grand Prix final medal. So unfortunately, world champion Kaori Sakamoto, who was in first after the short program, finished in fifth place after a rough free skate. Rinka Watanabe uh, missed the bronze medal by 0.34 points in fourth place. And then Korea's Yeelum Kim finished sixth.
2: In the pairs event, we said it was going to be whoever skated clean was going to win. Yes. And I feel like we've got a little, like, rivalry going. um, Yes. Friendly rivalry. Friendly. Oh, yeah. Totally friendly. But I feel like I'm looking forward to seeing these two go head-to-head again at Worlds. But after the short program, less than a point separated Japan's Riku Miura and Ryuchi Kiara and Team USA's Alexa Kinnear and Brandon Fraser Both skated well. It was basically going to come down to who skated better in the free skate. Mm-hmm. Um, neither team had a perfect skate, but Riku and Ryuchi edged out Alexa and Brandon to win the gold, Japan's first ever medal in pairs at the Grand Prix Final. Uh, Riku doubled the triple toe loop in their side-by-side jump combinations, and Ryuchi touched down on the triple saukau. They earned a 136.50 in the free skate and a total score of 214.58 to take the title. Alexa and Brandon claimed the silver medal and became the first U.S. pairs team to ever medal at the Grand Prix Final. The side by side jumps were the problems for Alexa and Brandon in the free skate, and it was Brandon stepping out of the triple Sal Cow and then singling the triple toe in the combination. Now they earned a 135.63 in the free skate and a total score of 213.28. So see how close that was? I mean, I again I wanna see, can't wait to see them skate again. Um we might Later even the see season. them
1: at Four Continents yes, this year. Yes, that's
2: true. Yes, definitely. The Italian team of Sara Conti and Niccolò Machi also made history. So it was a very historic pairs event. They won Italy's first Grand Prix final medal in pairs. They earned a personal best free skate score of one nineteen point seven two and a total score of one eighty seven point zero two to move up to grab a surprise bronze medal. They were in fourth after the short, and I don't think we were expecting them to win um, the bronze.
1: I did see videos of their reaction (laughs) floating around Twitter, and you love to see the joy. Yeah, I mean, there's always sadness when... A skater doesn't perform as well and they drop out of the medals. But then there are these little moments where someone who really wasn't thinking it was going to happen. And then it ends up happening.
2: And then for it to happen on home ice, too. That's kind of cool in itself. Um, Well, Canada's Deanna Stiletto Dudek and Maxim Deschamps, they finished fourth with Italy's Rebecca Gellardi and Filippo Ambrosini in fifth. And Team USA's Emily Chan and Spencer Howe in sixth.
1: Moving on to the dance. The panel was a bit stingy, uh, with levels at times in this competition. Um, also, though they you know, the judges did hand out some pretty high GOEs at, as well. So the scores were mixed. Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier won the gold medal uh their score was about four points lower than others that they posted this season i don't think this was their best skate um their third trip to the final they've never finished higher than fifth so on this trip number three (laughs) they're able to take the top spot as i said it wasn't their best skate and they did qualify for the final last year but that of course was canceled So no one competed last year at that competition. (laughs) Um, Madison Chalk and Evan Bates of the U.S. set their highest scores this season. They were the only team to set new personal bests in the senior dance event. You know, their programs since Skate America, especially the free dance, continue to, Mm -hmm. you know, evolve. And after that long 2022 Olympic season... They got a bit of a later start. So I think they're starting to get things worked out. Mm-hmm. And this was a great step in the right direction for them. It's pretty incredible because I feel like people were starting to write them off a little bit. Thinking, yeah. oh no, you know, they're not going to meddle at the final. But remember I said last week, once you get everyone together, things sometimes shake mm-hmm. up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw a lot of that... In this competition as a whole.
2: Yes. Yeah, definitely. And you know, as you said, their free dance is evolving. So is the costumes. Yes. We've seen a third set of costumes for this free dance this season.
1: Yeah. And I know people have been mixed on their rhythm dance to David Bowie. I actually like it, I think mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, it's something different, and yeah. I'm good. I'm good with it. I like the evolution. We need yes. to continue to grow in mm-hmm. ice dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Um, I know everyone out there <laughs> is welcome to have their own as well. Right. So, Italy's Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri collected the bronze medal here. They also won bronze in 2018. They were a bit disappointed with their scores, they've been scoring like 213 ish. And they were about seven points off. But like I said, a lot of the teams were lower. Um, Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson of Great Britain finished in fourth place, followed very closely by Caitlin Hawaii and John Luke Baker of the U.S.
2: Yeah, they look like they were a little disappointed about their scores, too. So maybe, as you said, the whole, you know, the panel just being stingy. I think that's why we were seeing teams looking like, well, wait, what? With their scores
1: Caitlin and Jean-Luc have been putting out great performances all season Mm -hmm. They've become very consistent um, And confident So I guess we'll see Mm -hmm. how things To continue to develop for them Over the rest of the season Mm -hmm. So unfortunately uh, Laurence fournier Beaudry, And Nikolai Sorensen Who were in 4th after the Rhythm Dance Dropped to 6th overall after a fall On their curve lift
2: Yeah Unfortunately, I didn't get to see that because we had an issue with Peacock, and yes. I don't know if it was just the Peacock. I think it might have affected other streams as well. It did. Um, but yeah, we lost. I was it was just at the best part of Lila and Lewis's free dance when it went out, and then I did not get to see uh, Laurence and Nikolai's um, free dance. Yeah, I just happened to see the re- you know people posting about the fall on the curve lift.
1: Yeah, it's disappointing when the live streaming drops out. Um, it's really hard to be able to cover something when you you can't really watch it, right? Because um, there are no replays. So let's move on to the Junior Grand Prix Final, which wow. was held in, you know, in the same place at the same time. The events were mixed in with the seniors. I have loved that they combined these events together because it gives both uh, levels to get to kind of see each other, especially the juniors, Mm -hmm. because this is where they're going. You know, they're looking to senior as the place they want to be. So this gives them the opportunity to really get to see, you know, what's out there and what they, you know, what the possibilities are.
2: Right. And get to see some of the skaters they look up to. I know uh, Luca Brassard talked about, you know, walking by Shoma Ono the junior skaters have watched some of the seniors for a number of years now. And and it's kind of cool that they're getting to compete in the same place and watch each other. And um, yeah, I, I like the idea and I like how it's sort of mixed. We go from a senior event to a junior event. It's all happening at the same time. It's not juniors first and then seniors. It's all yeah. together.
1: It's all mixed in. Yes. So we'll
2: start with the men. And I'm going to say right now, the performance for me for the Junior Grand Prix final was Italy's Nicolai Mimola. We've been talking about him all we season have. and um he was second after the short program but he moved up to claim the gold medal in front of a delighted home crowd. I mean, it was really cool to see um him skate so well in the free skate and then just have the support of the home crowd in Italy. He won Italy's first junior Grand Prix final gold medal in the men's event. Now, I don't know if we've talked about this, Daphne, but he is really tall. He's like six foot, <laughs> almost five inches, mm-hmm. which makes his presence on the ice with his long lines. It's just he's. I really am enjoying watching him, and I can't wait to see how he competes among the other men in Italy. Um. At, italian nationals and um just as he's because he is competing senior he competed at two senior challengers this year so i just want to see how he continues to evolve um and the you know within the italian field which we've been saying has a lot of depth this season it does so it's
1: pretty it's pretty impressive i'm excited also to see how italian national shakes out yes
2: well, Team USA's Luca Broussard, who was in first after the short program, placed third in the free skate and claimed the silver medal. Uh, he set two ISU personal best scores. Um, in the He set one in the short program, 81.11, um, and he landed his first clean triple axel of the season, and then his other um, personal best score was 220.43. Japan's Nozomo Yoshioka won the bronze medal, and Team USA's Robert Yampolsky placed fourth in both segments and finished fifth overall.
1: Well, moving on to the women's event, Mao Shimada, no surprise, won the gold medal. She won Japan's first gold medal in the women's event at the JGP Finals since 2009-2010. She did attempt a triple axel and a quad toe korea took the next two spots on the podium with jia shin winning the silver medal and shae kim winning the bronze medal this is korea's first medal at the JGP Finals since Unikim won gold in 2005
2: it's really you know it was japan versus korea in this women's event and it was really cool to see how it turned up and um with uh you know mao winning and then of course uh, korea taking bronze uh, silver and bronze well moving on to the pairs australia's anastasia golobova and hector Giotopoulos moore moved up from second place after a flawed short program to take the gold with a clean free skate that featured senior level elements they skated with such speed they also they looked like a senior team out there to me um And I guess they mentioned at the end of the competition that their next competition will be Four Continents, which is in Colorado Springs in February. Now, Team USA's Sophia Barum and Daniel Tumensev won the short program with a clean skate, but they finished um, with the silver medal. So they finished in second. They set new ISU personal best scores, their free skate and their total score, and achieved one of their goals of landing their first throw triple loop cleanly in international competition. So congrats to them there. Team USA's Kayla Smith and Andy Dang added the triple twist to both programs and won a close contest for the bronze. So Team USA pairs took home two medals there in Australia, winning the gold.
1: Yeah, remember back at the beginning of the season when Golobova and Moore were assigned to Grand Prix events and then stepped back to go mm-hmm. back to the junior level? Mm-hmm. It's It's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, I think next season, I would say senior for them because they just, watching them, looked like a senior team.
1: Before I move on to dance, I want to bring up one thing about pairs. So Japan's Haruna Murakami, Sumitata Moraguchi, have this incredible jump sequence in their free skate. It's a triple sal, triple toe, double axle. It's incredible. They are the team that finished fourth behind Smith and Deng.
2: Yes, and they were the last-minute last, last minute replacements for uh, yes. the Canadians who were not able to compete in the event
1: it's great to see another team from japan mm-hmm. i feel like they're gonna start you know building off of this momentum i hope that they are because um, it's kind of happening in dance they've got some younger teams in ice dance and it's starting to build up i'd love to see it happen in pairs mm-hmm. and i know that kathy reed was involved with the choreography for this team murakami and moraguchi so let's move on to dance. The podium here was a little bit interesting. I think we were all kind of expecting Moraskova and Maracek to take the top spot or at least be right up at the near the top, like in the hunt for gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually reigning world bronze medalists Nadia Bashinska and Peter Beaumont. They continued their winning streak by taking the top spot. Interesting to note <laughs> that both Bashinsky and & Beaumont and Gillis and & Poirier train in Scarborough, Ontario with Carol Lane, Juris Raskuliev, and the coaching team there. Um, it's pretty. I, I'm sure it's happened before, but I didn't go back to look, so if anyone looks it up, let me know. But uh, interesting to have the top teams at this competition, both coached by the same coaching team. So Korea's Hannah Lim and Ye Kwon continue to set first as they become the first Korean team to medal at the Junior Grand Prix Final, the Silver. They set a new personal best, season's best, in the rhythm dance and overall score. I really enjoy both of their programs and the contrast they are. Um, It's got to be a silver medal thing, though, because they set a new rhythm dance and overall score... Seasons best, and so did chalk and Bates in the senior event, and those were the only teams in this whole competition. Oh that's that interesting. set new scores as far in the ice dance event, yeah, as I mentioned, Katerina Morascova and Daniel Morachek uh being expected to be in the top, they were actually in fourth place after the rhythm dance. They had a fall during the Argentine tango sequence. Put them in fourth place. Heading into the free dance, they did pull up to third overall. Uh, unfortunately, they had a fall in their rotational lift in the free dance. It's not something that's common for them to make mm-hmm. these mistakes, but they're a very fast team, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and things you know, things like that happen. Yeah, uh, there's but their score overall was about fifteen points off what their season's best has been. So I think. I don't know. I mean, this is their first final. This yeah. has been a, a great season for them so far. Sometimes you just get caught up in the momentum and the magic that is being at these big competitions. <laughs> well, yeah. So
2: I know I texted you right after their fall in the rhythm dance and I was like, it, it was kind of scary because they both fell and they kind of fell right into the boards and I was shocked by it because, you know... yeah um. I was thinking they were going to be, you know, pushing for the gold here. And then they found themselves in fourth place. Um, but as you told me, you're like, well, no, they, anybody can come back in the free dance here and it's close enough. And so they did. And they, you know, they did win a bronze medal. So it was pretty good there. And, um, yeah,
1: Yeah. they they lost a bunch of points on that rotational lift fall or otherwise they would have been right up in the silver gold Mm. area. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see if anything changes in their preparation once we get on the road to the World Junior Championships at the end of February. So, Great Britain's Phoebe Becker and James Hernandez dropped from second to fourth. Another thing, Great Britain in fourth place, because that's exactly what Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson finished in the senior event. Overall, this Grand Prix final. There was a lot of great skating, mm-hmm. and I wish we could watch, you know, rewatch some of it, but it's still not possible yet.
2: No, but you can go back and watch the Junior Grand Prix yes. Final on YouTube, so if you would like yes. to go and do that, you can as well, but yes. Yeah.
1: So, moving on, Golden Spin of Zagreb. <laughs> well. Which
2: none of us could watch because there was no live stream. Um, and I think there was even some issues with the results at the beginning of the week. Yes. But I think that got taken care of towards the end of the event. And basically, Team USA took the top spot in all of the disciplines. But we'll start with the men. Um, Team USA's Camden Pulkinen won his first senior international, which Didn't realize that was his first senior international. I thought he had won something, but again. Again,
1: sometimes you think Gators or teams have won more than they have just because they've been around a while and you can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, in Italy's Matteo Rizzo and Estonia's Mikael Solefko finished in second and third.
1: Well, in the women's event, Team USA took the top two spots. Lindsey Thornger won her first senior international. And Brady Tenell won the silver. This is her first international medal since 2019. And it was a North American sweep because Madeline Skeezus won the bronze.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't the only North American sweep. In the pairs, it was also a North American pairs podium. Team USA's Anastasia Smirnova and Danielle Sitnitsa won their first senior international event. Now, the new team of Ellie Cam and Danny O'Shea of the U.S. won the silver. This is their second medal of their partnership. They won gold at Ice Challenge a few weeks ago. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Hat nationals. Um, this you know, new team here, um, who already have won two international medals. Um, and then another new team also found themselves on the podium. Leah Pereira and Trent Mashad of Canada won the bronze in their first international competition together.
1: Well, moving on to the dance, Gina. The U.S. Ice Dance event at Nationals is going to be the must-see competition. And I I think pairs, too, because we've got all these new teams. We've got, you know, where does everybody stack up? I think, you know, U.S. Dance could be pretty pretty intense um
2: and I texted you that after seeing the results of golden spin I said I'm looking forward to the dance event at
1: nationals (laughs) yeah it's definitely going to be pretty competitive and no one can make any mistakes right and you could be a great team that finishes ninth or tenth Mm -hmm. because this is how deep U.S. ice dance is right now right so speaking of that (laughs) uh Christina Carrera, Anthony Ponomarenko, won the gold medal. This is their first medal for this season. They've actually won two events in the past that were senior internationals, but it's been a while. And again, they're, they're one year into a training environment. Things are starting to click. It takes time. Sometimes things don't click right away, but if you give it time and let it grow, it will. And mm-hmm. things are really starting to click for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Lithuania's Allison Reed and Solius and won the silver medal. This is their second straight golden spin silver medal. This is their third silver medal this season because they won silver at Lombardia and Nebelhorn. The surprise, um, maybe some folks were surprised. I've seen this team a couple of times this season so far. Um Emilia Zingis and Vadim Kolesnik won their first international medal as a team. It was a bronze. Uh, I've seen Emilia and Vadim skate a few times this season. They're pretty consistent and they are fiery, mm-hmm. um, especially in the rhythm dance. It's it's really fast. It's not a lot of time to breathe. So
2: and it's really impressive because she's new to dance. That ha- They're doing so well.
1: Um, yeah, they've been working very hard. Yeah. They train. Yeah, they train with Igor Spielbond at in Novi, Michigan. Um, and their training mates finished fourth. Ava Pate and Logan By got a season's best in their free dance to finish in fourth place. Uh, they had some issues in the rhythm dance that kind of knocked them back a bit, but they were able to pull up to fourth place. Pate and By have won straight silver medals most of this season and i think it's gonna be like i said it's gonna be pretty intense once we get to u.s nationals Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. well it wasn't just the grand prix final and the challenger um series event golden spin There were two other events that were taking place this week, um, Asian Open Figure Skating Trophy and Skate Ontario Novice and Pre-Novice Sectional Series Championships. The results will be in our show notes.
1: Yes, so let's move on to general skating news. There is a new CEO at U.S. Figure Skating. Tracy Merrick has been hired. She's a 25-year sports marketing veteran. She's going to be the first female CEO at U.S. Figure Skating. She brings this unique and creative lens as she is a marketing veteran. So she's got all of this experience in branding and rebranding. She was with the NBA Cleveland Cavaliers for 19 years, most recently as the Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer. I'm really excited yeah. about this news, and I'm looking forward to to seeing what she does with U.S. Figure Skating. Yeah. Because she's got experience, you know, in some of these bigger, you know, the Cavaliers, they're a basketball team. She's got a lot of experience there with with branding and rebranding, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely very excited to see what she does. At U.S. Figure Skating.
2: Yes, and I believe she will be at Nationals. I think she starts her role um, in the new year. Excellent. Well, on February 5th, 2023, the International Skating Union will present a unique ISU Skating Awards event, which will be staged and filmed live during the renowned Art on Ice show taking place in Switzerland. By way of this special format and venue, next year's ISU Skating Awards Ceremony promises to deliver a spectacular experience. Several of the world's top figure skaters will offer exclusive interviews and performances within an entertaining show featuring international music.
1: That should be interesting. Okay. So the ISU was thrilled to announce that its Hashtag Up again campaign won two awards. At the 2022 International Content Marketing Awards competition, it won the Best Specialist Campaign and won silver for Best Use of Social Media.
2: Well, Yuzuru Hanyu has unveiled his next program. It's called GIFT. It's the first ever figure skating performance at the Tokyo Dome. Now, the show is a one-night-only show, and Hanyu will be the only performer. Very interesting, and I think this is going to be a sellout if it isn't, I yes. would be shocked, but um yep, we will put information um on it in our show notes,
1: yeah, it's hanyu has talked about doing a one man show, and I feel like this is this is taking it in that direction yeah, so skate Canada announced. Caitlin Weaver and Andrew Poget are event ambassadors for 2023 Canadian Nationals. Nam Nguyen will serve as the in-venue host.
2: Well, moving on to our recent interview segment, U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone um, put out an article with Elio Mullenin and his quad Axel before the Grand Prix Final. And so you can check that out in our show notes.
1: Chalk and Bates were the subject of an article by Elvin Walker. Was talking about their season thus far, their challenges, and the evolution of their free dance since Skate America.
2: NBC Sports' Phil Hirsch talked with Isabeau Levito on her progress this season and also competing against her idol Kaori Sakamoto at the Grand Prix final. While well, moving on to our social media updates, Daniel Grossel explained his return to Enya, Italy for his training um, on Instagram. Daniel was training at the Skating Club of Boston in the summer and fall. And there was also an article with Daniel Grossel on theolympics.com.
1: So, in wedding news, Katarina Del Camp announced on Instagram first that she was engaged and now she is married to her ice dance partner, Burke Acklin. The two announced their partnership on the ice in October. They train at the Iceberg Skating Academy with Alper Uchar and John Kerr, and the team represents Turkey. So congratulations to the happy couple. Yes.
2: Well, an update on People's Choice Awards. Remember we mentioned that um, a couple weeks ago that Nathan Chen was nominated? Well, unfortunately, Nathan did not win the Game Changer of the Year Award. The winner, well-deserved, Serena Williams um And that award show was on December 6th.
1: Stars on Ice posted a photo of Jennifer Robinson visiting the cast at their show in Sudbury. Of course, Jennifer Robinson was the six-time Canadian national champion. She finished seventh at the 2022 Winter Olympics.
2: Well, moving on to our upcoming events for the week, we may have taken a little break here with Singles in Pairs and Dance, but Synchro is in full swing. Three competitions are taking place uh, next week. Riga Amber Cup in Lafayette, Trophy de Coss in Dumfries, Scotland, and the Santa Claus Cup, another Santa Claus Cup in Brno, Czech Republic.
1: So we do have some national competitions coming up in the next couple of weeks. Russian National Championships will take place from December 20th through the 25th in Krasnoyarsk. And then the All-Japan Championships, December 21st through the 25th in Kodoma City, Osaka Prefecture, Japan. I'm really excited to see how all the different disciplines shake out in Japan because with so many athletes qualifying mm-hmm. for the Junior and Senior Grand Prix final. It's going to be interesting how that shakes out. We've got the, an ice dance head-to-head between Kanemurimoto, Daisuke Takahashi, Masato Komotsubara, and Tim Colletto. We've got Shoma Uno <laughs> against a slew of incredible Japanese men's figure skating talents. And can Mai Mahara keep things going?
2: Yeah, and what about Kaori, you know? yeah. yeah.
1: And how far along is Rika Kahara in her return? Right. There's so much going on in Japanese skating. It's pretty exciting.
2: Yes. Looking forward to talking about that and seeing the competition um, over Christmas. Yes. Well, Val Skating Festival's Ice Spectacular is December 23rd, and that features Nathan Chen, Mariah Nagasu, and Caitlin Hawaii and John Luke Baker.
1: Yes, and Great Park Ice Holiday Recital will take place on December 20th from 3 to 7 p.m. That brings us to the end, Gina. So let's tell folks where they can find us.
2: Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, Twitter, it's at thiswkinskating. And Facebook and Instagram, it's ThisWeekInSkating we love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or you can email us at thisweekinskating@gmail.com. at
1: We really appreciate the support that we've received via email and social media. We're so grateful that you guys keep coming back to listen to what Gina and I have to say every week as our podcast continues to grow. mm mm-hmm. But we do want to let you know about a programming note. (laughs) This is our last regular episode for the next couple of weeks. We're going to take a break during the Christmas holiday. However, we're not going to leave you without an episode of This Week in Skating. Next week, we are going to release an episode specifically devoted to pairs. We have a pairs panel where we talk about the current state of, of pairs
2: yeah you know where
1: things are where where they're going how can we make things better partnerships there's so much to talk about with pairs and it doesn't get enough attention so we're bringing in some experts to talk about it with us yes the following week on december 26 we're going to release another episode we had a guest on to do an interview last week and we're going to release that episode the 26th we will return on January 2nd where we are going to talk about Japanese nationals as well as look back on special moments of 2022
2: yes we will be reaching out on social media I'll be putting out a little reminder to send us your special moments of twenty twenty two. yes what your favorite programs were um, what you really performances? Enjoy. Yes. Um, so yes, I will be sending that out this week. Um, but you have plenty of time cause we will be recording that, um, just as the new year begins.
1: Yes. It's going to be exciting. You can go all the way back to January 1st mm-hmm. of 2022. So Olympic performances, nationals performances, European, you know, all of those competitions. Mm-hmm. You know, they all come into play, but also this season. So Mm -hmm. if there's something this season that has stood out to you, you don't only have to submit one. You can submit a couple. Yes. We're really looking forward to learning what you guys have enjoyed and then sharing what we've enjoyed as Mm -hmm. well. Mm
2: -hmm. And I'm looking forward to hearing the ones that maybe are not so, like, the more popular ones, like that everyone thinks about when they think of the, big moments of 2022 and you know we think the olympics and the olympic performances i want to hear some about some that may have been small competitions um mm-hmm. so i you got a whole year's worth of performances that you can choose from that and i want you to send them to us so we can talk about them and we'll share our favorites as well yes
1: yeah, and if you have a lot to say, you can always record an audio file. Let us know who you are and what your favorites are and why. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to end the podcast like we usually do, which is pointing out some things that are happening on our respective websites. So over at IDC, we had an interview with Yuka Orihara and Joho Perinin. Mateo sat down with them at the Grand Prix Espa and... I think it's a great read. They're a really fun team, and a lot of thought and effort went into their programs for this season, so you should definitely check it out. I have photos from the Grand Prix Final. Not all of them are up yet, but they're coming. We'll also have some recaps uh, from the competitions, and I have some interviews with international teams coming in the next couple of weeks.
2: Over at FSO, photos from the Grand Prix Final. I still have a few more to add. Uh, Hopefully, at the beginning of the week, they'll all be up. Uh, A recap of the women's event at the Junior Grand Prix Final is up. A recap of the Senior Grand Prix Final is up. And then coming this week, an article about the Italian skaters and the depth they are showing as they are moving towards 2026 in Italy the Olympics in Italy Um, I've we've been talking about it a lot on our podcast here and had the opportunity to um, talk to the Italian skaters about that so I'm hoping to post that uh, the middle of the week
1: and with that we've reached the end of another episode thanks for listening I'm Daphne
2: and I'm Gina
1: and you've been listening to This Week in Skating have a great week